Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we are going to be doing Mar- Winter Soldier, comma, Operative, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. Brandon. Hello, everyone. We are... <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying not to laugh at Fred almost messing up three times in the intro. So. Oh man, I, I I'm so rusty, and I've only not done it for one week. We're, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, we are all back. Uh, we took a week off, and we're all here, fresh faced and ready to talk about Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, I know that Brad has quite a bit of news, and. It is nice to hear from Brandon again. Oh, thanks. So how how are all of you doing? How are you doing today, Stephen? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm just uh I I've recommitted myself to uh my uh my miniature hobby because uh I've been slacking a little bit, so uh I've gotten on my schedule where I'm painting forty five minutes a day at least for five days out of the week. So nice. And claw is very fun to paint. So, oh really? What what makes oh. him fun to pl- paint? It's you. You don't realize how good the model is until you get different layers of colors on it, and then you're just like, oh, oh, this is, this is getting, <laughs> this is getting really, really deep. So, nice. It's kind of like kind of like Rhino, where he has a lot of shading, but it's like. Wow, this is you. You can lose yourself in it if you want, but I'm not going to do that. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that that sounds nice. It sounds very calming. And Taskmaster and Doc Ock, Scientist Supreme are the next ones up to get some paint. So, all right. In that order. Oh uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So. Do you have a system? Uh, because one of those models, I would play. A lot more frequently than the other. <laughs> well, I, my my system is is that uh, well, I did get the core box, but I had a couple of boxes uh, remaining around, so I had the Claw and Baco box and t- Taskmaster Punisher. Uh, I've already painted Punisher, so I have to finish up Taskmaster. That's one of my rules. Uh, I'll start on Claw, and I get him done, and Baco will come in, and then um, I'm going to the core box. So I'm starting with the character I want to play the most, which is Doc Ock. And then I'll pull another model from the core box to replace him and just keep going on the cycle. So awesome. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, how are you doing, Brandon? I am doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's it's been a couple weeks since we've spoken with you. Uh well, I mean, I've spoken with you much more recently, but since the the podcasting listeners have heard from you. Since the, the world knows, I I did find my MCP stuff, which is uh, you know, positive news. Yes, very very good news. That was a real bummer, when when that got it, it disappeared. Was not, it was not a good time. Yeah, uh, I I I'm not gonna have you go through all the characters that we that you missed. But I do want to hear your take on Doc Ock, Sinister Scientist. So uh, I'm giving you some homework. Over the course of this, before the end of the podcast, I want to hear your letter grade on the new Doc Ock. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. I can do it. All right. And Brad, how are you doing today? Feeling my age. Feeling your age? Yes. I hung some things. Uh, I, I, I hung some things from the ceiling on Friday night, and my left arm hurt for a day and a half. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, welcome to whatever your age is, because I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Old AF. Older than you. Yeah, older than me by a matter of months, but yes, older than me. Not the oldest one here. No. Not by a long shot, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's real good to hear from all of you. Uh, let's move on to our MCP news, uh, in which I don't think we have anything official from the folks at MCP, but I do know that Brad went to Second Wind. How and about, How about we do a tournament roundup first? Like... Okay, let's do a tournament roundup first. So, all right, Charleston is having a tournament on November eighteenth, and it's going to be an affiliation battle. Uh, Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh is having a tournament the twenty fifth, and last I saw, they were trying to decide what that event's going to be. Stephen, do you happen to know? No, I don't. I ha- I haven't taken a look. I yeah, apologize. I don't. Bryce hasn't posted anything yet, so that decision might not be made. I voted for affiliation battle. So that's yeah. I I don't. Now, when you say affiliation battle, what do you? I mean, there's some affiliations that can't be played. Right? Uh, there's you would just be at a disadvantage. Yeah. You just wouldn't have to take characters. And you can take rogue agents in those. That's fine. So if you want to play Winter Guard... Well, I'm looking forward to it. Winter Guard with a rogue agent, you go right ahead. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I fully intend to attend this one. (laughs) I'm going to have more people at this event than I've had at a regular tournament in a while. People are coming out of the word woodwork well that's good to hear uh i i plan to be there i i hope that more folks plan to be here be there and we'll have a good time all right so no wait 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 i do have a question okay so brad what if you come with a defender's roster right but you happen to have like six or seven Midnight Suns. You have Can to you play run Midnight Suns. Okay. All right. I'm just. Yeah. You have to declare your totally roster. Clear. Yeah. You have to declare your roster. You can't switch midstream. Hey, I asked that <laughs> exact question. Huh, I wonder why. Uh, okay, Fred, you can move on to the next thing unless someone else has a term okay. that they know about. Oh, I. I don't I don't know of any. But I do know that you attended one. I did. Uh, you attended Second Wind. I did. I was there. And Michael was there too. Yeah. I wanna hear how you did. I wanna hear your right. uh what happened. First, I'm gonna tell you how Michael did. He drank every beer on the menu. 
That's how he did. Um, it sounds like he had a good time. Yeah, he did. That was his goal for the weekend, was to drink every beer on the menu. Before we get into my games, we're going to play a little game like we used to do. We're going to play Guess the Stats on longshanks.org. Yeah, oh, no. So I have some trivia questions for you guys, see if you can figure this out. What was the most played affiliation? Ooh, it most is, played? It is both the most played in games and the most played in players. So no trick question there. Okay. Uh, my guess is going to be X-Men. Okay. Brandon? Uh, I'm going to guess Web Warriors. Okay, Steven. Oh, I'll go with a dark horse. I'm going to say... Oh, I'm going to say X-Force. Okay, so X-Force is definitely not it. Um, there were, <laughs> no, there were four players, but and they were cutthroat about who was going to get top in faction. It was very fun to watch. Uh, Web Warriors and X-Men were both tied at number two. They had the exact same oh. number of players, six, and the exact same number of games, 32. But the, neither one of them are number one? Neither one of those is number one. Number one is... is... it Okay. You want to guess again, Fred? Uh, if it's allowed. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say Defenders because everyone wants to play with the new toys. No. No. Okay. Avengers. Oh, nine the players. boring answer. Yeah, the, nine players, 49 The old standboy. Uh, there was one other Brotherhood player. That's relevant to me. Uh, there were three total Hydra players, which is what Michael was playing. There were two affiliations that nobody played. Uh, Each of you guess one. Let's start with Steven Sentinels. this time. Sen Sentinels. Okay. It's got to be Sentinels. Fred? Winter Guard. Okay. Brandon? The Dark Dimension. Brandon's the only one that's correct. Let's give Steven and Fred another shot. Fred, oh, you go first this time. Oh boy! Uh, Someone finished in like the top five with Winter Guard, didn't they? Oh really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Top, I, I don't remember. Fourth place. Fourth place. Okay. Um, I'm going uh, to say. Go ahead, Fred. That's fine. Uh, oh no, I cut you off. You go ahead. Oh, Weapon X. And I'm gonna guess Wakanda. Wakanda's the other one. Good job, Fred. You're kidding. Uh-uh. That one was no a one surprise. Played Waka no one yeah. was playing M'Baku? No. It, it was a surprise to me and uh, Michael. Huh. All right. Let's go to list data. Now, there were only 56 of the 62 people who put their co their list in right as coded MCT lists. So this is based solely on that because I did not go in and look at the other six lists. Who is the most played character? Brandon, you're first. 
Uh, I think it's a uh, oh, wait, probably wait, wait, a. Let's go with top three. You, if you get top three, you're good. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, then I'm uh, slam dunking. I'll, I'll go with Beta Ray Bill. Okay. Uh, Fred. Well, so my normal answer to this question would have been Win- Winter Soldier, but I think that's no longer the case. Uh, so I'm going to say two-point Black Widow. Okay, and Steven? Uh, Black Cat. Okay, once again, only Brandon was correct. Uh, <laughs> I went for... I went for... I did go first and take the easiest yeah. possible answer. Yeah, that was number one. <laughs> 19 lists. Uh, number three will surprise you guys. Would you like to go another round of guessing, or do you just want to know what they are? We can do another round of guesses. Okay, Steven gets to go first this time. Oh, geez. Now you're putting it on me. Um, I'll pass. <laughs> okay um i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say two point bullseye as if there's another one uh steve i'll go with what? toad i'll toad. go with toad then toad all right and yeah. uh brandon i'm gonna give you another shot see if you can get another one of these top three um Is it? Do we get a hint? Is there? What are their point values? We didn't get hints. No, I don't know. No I know, but yeah, you didn't. You didn't ask. You didn't ask for a hint. I'm no just because I'm the only one that asked for one. All right. Uh, I'll number. go with Hulk. Okay. Uh, Hulk was tied at fourth with Black Cat and Pyro. Number two was Crimson Dynamo. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. And number three was Wong. <laughs> oh, okay. I knew it would be one of the support twos. Yeah. One of the twos Wong. that does work. New that's, Wong is fantastic. That's crazy. I'm just glad the rest of the world understands. That is crazy. <laughs> uh also Crimson Dynamo? That's that's pretty interesting. Well, anyone playing Ease probably plays him. He's great okay. on an E shape. All right. Uh, tactics cards. Uh, we'll do top three again. Uh, and Fred, you can go first this time. Uh, um, patch up. Okay. Uh, Steven. Sacrifice. And uh, Brandon. I'll take the slam dunk and brace for impact. Brace for impact number one. Uh, sacrifice not in the top three, but just barely. Patch up a little bit lower down the list than that. Oh, beans, really? Yeah. It, only 19 players for patch up, 27 for sacrifice, 46 for brace for impact. Remember, this is a 62 oh, wow. player game. 46 players played brace for impact. I was not one of them and regretted it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like brace. I feel like brace is probably always one of the if not the highest played tactics card. Yeah, I'm just used to not playing against throws as much. 
And boy, are people who are good at this game playing throws. Uh, what? Throws are good? Yeah. <laughs> so number two was fallback. And number three was eyes on the prize. And, oh, wow. And by two and three, I mean they both had 30. So. Well, that's interesting. Okay, let's go crisis cards. And we're going to divide this up into uh, extract and secure. Uh, the number one played crisis card was an extract. Let's go to the guesses. Steven. What, what's this again, please? Extract. I didn't quite hear it. Extracts? Yeah, extract. It's the number one played crisis overall. It's an extract. Can you guess it? Lamb dunk it, you know it. Senators. Okay. Uh, Fred? Hammers. And Brandon? It's got to be Hammers. It is Hammers. Oh, okay. Uh, 38 players. Scrolls was number two with 28. And then the number three overall was the most played secure. Fred, do you have a guess? Most played secure? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to say Demons Downtown. Okay. Uh, Steven? I will agree with Fred. Okay. Uh, Brandon? <laughs> Um, I want to go with Scoundrels. Brandon is correct. It is Scoundrels. Scoundrels? Yeah. Super proud. Is scoundrels. everyone playing Criminal Sin? <laughs> I don't... It's, oh. also, it's it's a twenty points and five. I mean, I feel yeah. Like... Yeah. And then after that was Gamma Wave, Riot Spark, Research Station, Infinity Formula. Then finally Demons. Wow, it's real far down there. Yeah. I guess there are lots of lists that definitely don't want to play demons. Right. Like spiders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Infinity Gems. Who? What gem do you guys think was taken the most? This should be easy. Let's start with Steven. Reality. And Brandon. Oh, is it the reality or the space stone? Make a guess. He said reality. I'll I'll go with space. He said reality. Okay, and Fred, get some get some. So I I, I can't do either one of them. No, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess power stone. Uh, at least you guessed one that was taken, Fred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by one player, reality was taken by two, <laughs> and space was taken by four. Uh, okay. Power and what's the other one that's not mind? Time. Time. Power time. and time were not taken at all. Wait, power wasn't? Didn't you say I mean, one power, one person uh, took power? Soul, 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 soul. Oh, soul. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm at soul. I always think of that as the power gym because you get power. Right. <laughs> doing stuff, but I mean soul. Uh, that was a yeah. little game. I think Brandon won. 
I think Brandon won pretty wholehearted, <laughs> pretty easily. I mean, I took some slam dunks. I didn't really do anything productive there. All right, so let's get on to playing the games. So uh, I took Brotherhood. I took the same list from the LVO qualifier, trying to play Hulk and Juggernaut every game and Magneto as often as possible as my leader. Uh, and my first game was against uh, Isaac Kim from Toronto, and he was playing Hellfire Club. We had 17 Threat, uh, Spider-Infected Gamma Wave, and uh, I, my basic philosophy going into this tournament was I'm going to ask a big question, and if they have the tools to answer that question, I probably lose, and if they don't, I probably win, and that's kind of how the game shook out. Isaac had the tools. Uh, so I played Magneto, Juggernaut, and Hulk at 17. He played Emma, Bill, Pyro, Luke, Cage, and Black Cat, uh, which was pretty good against my list. This game was a knife's edge, though. It could have gone either way multiple times. For example, uh, I failed to kill kill KO uh, Bill at the top of round two by one health. He survived on one. And with Emma healing, he was in there the rest of the game. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, no. So, like, if I had killed Bill, I probably won this game. And there were several times that happened. He would, like... It may be in my favor, and he fails to do something, and then later on, like, I fail to do something, and pushes it into his favor. We talked about this game a couple times over the weekend and how close it was. He was a good player. He ended up going 4-2 and getting 11th place. So, uh, I, feel, I feel good about my performance in this game, despite it being a loss. Okay. Uh, round two was against uh, Simon Jerry, also known as Vodka Blitz. People have may have heard of him because he came up with a bunch of uh, really good X-Men tech. So I was very interested to see him play. Uh, we played... Oh, how many points is this? It wasn't recorded on. We played 20 points. I think that works out. Spider okay. Infected and Marifisk. Uh Oh, my game with Isaac ended up 17-15. So it was a pretty close game. This game wasn't Real as close. close against Vodka Blitz. Um, he handled Hulk very, very well. And Juggernaut, I mean, sorry, and Magneto even better. So, uh, I played Magneto. Oh, wait, sorry, this one wasn't 20 points. This was 17. I looked at the wrong round for a list. I played Magneto, Juggernaut, Hulk. He played Cyclops, Beast, Pyro, Domino, Logan. Uh, between 
Cyclops, Beast, and Logan. He kept pushing Magneto further and further away from the fight. And, uh, and Magneto does not want to move. So, so that's bad. Mostly Logan did that because Logan can throw him with the charge. Uh, and Vodka Blitz ended up going 4-2 and got 14th place. And I know he's like a super good X-Men player. So uh, it's ended up 19-12. Pretty happy with my performance. Uh, I was completely outmatched, though. So <laughs> I probably would have done better had I been playing X-Men. Something I'm more familiar with. But yeah. It's not what I played. Round three, I okay. played against this guy named Dean uh, Vukovic. Vuk, with a V. Vukovic, I think is what how you pronounce his last name. I, we had been talking in between rounds, me and him, because he remembers playing against me at the first round of the very last Bourbon Trail Open that happened in Guild Ball. Oh. Yeah, and he's like, you beat me real bad. I'm like... I kind of remember that game. And then we got matched together. He was playing Avengers. We played 20 Threat, uh, Gamma Wave, and Scrolls Infiltrate. Uh, he played Original Steve, Sam, Cable, Iron Man, Bucky, and Wong. I played Magneto, Juggernaut, Hulk, and Pyro. Uh, this is a game which, where he did Which not Bucky? original bucky okay yeah this is the a game where he did not have the tools to deal with what i had and so it ended up 17 5 in my favor um it was fun to play him Ooh. he did daze my hulk with a helios laser before the end of the game what uh, do you mean ko your hulk no he dazes and he doesn't KO until the end of the round during the cleanup. Okay, okay, Mr. So he never uh, actually KO'd. He never actually KO'd because the game was over. Okay, Mr. Technicality. <laughs> uh, but it was... How did that happen? Uh, okay. Uh, a fun game. Uh... It was it was fun to watch him roll. I think it was thirty four dice for his helios. Holy yeah! What, is that the most you've ever seen? That's the most I personally have ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard of someone rolling that many dice. That's wild. <laughs> right. My the last game for day one was against Ryan Sturms. He was playing uh, Midnight Suns, and I've got a lot of practice against Midnight Suns, not with Brotherhood, but just in general. We played 19 Threat on Mutant Extremis and Demons Downtown. 
So I played Magneto, Juggernaut, Hulk, and Toad. He played Blade, Dr. Voodoo, Hella, and Immortal Hulk. Ooh. Yeah, I thought Hella was interesting. Hella? That is very interesting. Unfortunately, on turn one, he did her superpower where she moves towards a character and then rolls dice to see if she damages them. And then Uh I dazed her and then turn two, top of turn two, I killed her. Oh, so she she didn't do anything. She didn't get to do anything this game. And she had an extract. So well, that's just, unfortunate. She just delivered me the extract. Uh, Hulk and Immortal Hulk had about a fisticuffs. Uh, Hulk came out how, on top. How did it turn out? Hulk came out on top. Okay. I KO'd his Immortal Hulk. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was off the table. Uh, uh, I have I have done that fight with uh, my immortal Hulk versus someone else's Hulk, and it went in my favor. And I think it all comes down to dice. Yeah, uh, I played Grievous Wounds on. Uh, I activate Hulk first after I had dazed Immortal Hulk, and I played Grievous Wounds on my attack into him, and just killed him with the attack. Yep. So Grievous Wounds did. Oh, so matter. like you didn't even yeah. need the. I didn't, you didn't need even need Grievous Wounds. Wounds. I just dazed him. I mean, well, KO'd him at that <laughs> point. Uh, this <laughs> this game ended up seventeen eight in my favor. Um, once he didn't have a. He went in unsupported. What? Who <laughs> bet he went in unsupported? Ever it was demons downtown. Everybody was in the middle. I understand, but he didn't support it correctly, is what I'm saying. Oh, well, he was throwing Hulk into Juggernaut, and that sucked. That was that was good plays. Okay, so that was the end of day one. Uh, Michael and I went out, and we found the Italian restaurant we went to the first time that we went up there, and uh, it was pretty good. On Friday night when we got there, we got barbecue at this really good barbecue place called Smoke. And we get it every year we go. It's so good. And then day two. So and day two. Day two. Round five. Uh, played against Cody Duncan, who's playing Web Warriors. 19th Threat. Uh, spider infected, which is good for him, and demons downtown. He was not happy to see that. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, nineteen threat. I don't know if I said that or not, but he he played Miles, Gwen, Spider Woman, Black Cat, Wong, and Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil, all star of his team. So good. I played yeah. Magneto, Juggernaut, Hulk, Toad. Uh, early in the game, Toad got a spider infected and then sat on my home demon portal. And uh, he sent uh, Daredevil and eventually Miles across the board to deal with that 
which was the right thing to do. If he had not done that and stayed on his side of the board, I would have swept through this game. But because he did that, uh, game was very, very close. It came down to if Miles had been one inch closer on the flank, uh, he the game would have went another turn, and he maybe could have won. As it ended up, he was one inch short from getting to a demon. I won 18-17. It was very, very close. Obviously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very, very close. Uh, fun game. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Spider-Woman after the two tournaments I went to recently because I cannot kill her. Juggernaut can't kill her. Magneto can't kill her. Hulk can't kill her. Nobody can kill her. Emma Frost can kill her. <laughs> Emma Frost can kill her, yeah. I didn't have an I Emma like Frost. Killer. Well, she's in my list, <laughs> yeah. but uh Dude, you did have an Emma Frost. <laughs> I did, but not not it's hard to fit in Emma Frost if you're playing Magneto, Juggernaut, and Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to fit anything in after those three. Yes. So last game I played against uh Johnny Pastrami, who was one of the X Force players trying to get best X Force. And I know Johnny's a good player already. And we ended up at 18 threat, uh, mutant extremists, and spider portals, portals. So this is a game I obviously can't play Magneto on. It's a D-shape. And Mystique has good tech for mutant extremists. That's the Senators. So I played Mystique. Uh, Hulk juggernaut and emma frost because he had logan and x23 in his 10 so i figure emma frost was going to be able to pick on somebody he had storm logan colossus spider woman and x23 uh he was ahead the whole time there are a couple times that if things had gone a little bit better for me, I could have turned it around, but they just didn't. So I ended up losing this game 20 to 15. One of the big things, like Logan ended up super dead. And Hulk did it, but Hulk was so far out of position with a senator that he couldn't really affect the rest of the game. And that contributed to me losing. I also couldn't kill Spider-Woman again because Emma was on the wrong side of the board. Mm -hmm. I was uh, going to ask whether this game turned out the same. Colossus, really good. Uh, he's really good now. I played him on Thursday night because of this game. He's really good. Uh, so Johnny ended up going four and two and got 21st. Uh, I ended up getting three and three and 29th, which is not a bad showing as, as tough as this tournament was, I'll take a three and three. Yeah, it sounds like you didn't ever get like blown out either. No, 
you you were double digits in all of the, your games that yeah. you lost. Yeah, and the and they were against people who did very well and are very good players. So I feel pretty good about my performance. Well, that's good. That's it. That's the whole tournament. Okay, so uh, you were committed to playing Hulk and Juggernaut every game. Yes. How do you, would you do that again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, it was a really strong combination. It, it worked. Uh, so Hulk is, like, super good. Just super yeah, good. And the sky is blue. The sky is also blue. Uh, and then Juggernaut, he's, like, the weak link of the three. But he easily get has two power even picking after picking up an extract turn one to asteroid M Magneto into the middle of the game on turn one to make two attacks and a throw. Mm-hmm. So So he's integral to the game plan, yes. even if he's the weakling. And then both of those, especially on Senators, is really good with Mystique because with her leadership, they can take a, an opposing Senator and back up in a scenario mm -hmm. when you're, where you're not supposed to be able to move after you pick up the extract. <laughs> so. Okay. It seems like a pretty strong little group. It it, it it is Beefy Boys Deluxe, but it also has a lot of like tactics that you can play around with. A lot yeah. of... Yeah. Okay. A lot of movement. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. <laughs> I did. I had a ton of fun. And Fred, next year you should go. I know. I should. Uh, we I will see. We will see. Michael and I talked about that several times. And I would encourage Brandon and Steven to also go. But I know Fred. Oh, no. What? I said, oh, no. <laughs> I, I know that I can always eventually talk Fred into remembering that he has fun when he travels for tournaments. That is true. Uh, every time I do it, I'm like, oh, wow, I should do this more often. But yeah. then every time I don't do it, I'm like, oh, I have all this stuff to do. Uh, in theory, hopefully, things are going to change in my uh, professional life, and I'm going to have more bandwidth to do stuff like that. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Everyone should go. Uh, just make sure you sign up early because it fills up fast. All right. Well, um, do you do you uh, you may not have this information in front of you, but do you know who won? So we can give him a congratulations. I do uh, know who won? It was um, um, Zach Cohen from Texas. So well, Zach Cohen, congratulations for winning second wind. He's one of the guys that regularly plays online with. Uh, the Alfredo's guys that ran the tournament. Okay. So. Uh, what was his what was his uh, affiliations? He was uh, Guardians. Guardians, yeah. With Beta Ray. Ah, uh, there it is. And Cosmic Ghost Rider, 
and he had a Hulk. Guardians are really happy right now. Uh, number two was Curtis Osborne playing Hellfire, and three was Conan Jennings with Inhumans. Just to round that out, Conan's Conan's from Ohio, also. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Inhumans. So Brad hates that. <laughs> I do hate that. Uh, noted, <laughs> noted, very good player, Alex Botts of games in general. Also went three and three, finished six places ahead of me. So I feel good about that. There are a oh. lot of three and threes that I know are excellent players. So yeah, that's just a sign of how good the competition yeah. is there. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like fun. Uh, I will try to attend next year. Fred's going. And. Let's uh and moving on uh unless anyone has anything else to say do you want to move on to games that that folks have played recently all right let's move on okay (laughs) uh has anyone played any games recently that they want to discuss i think brandon well not Uh, i've played two games with the new daredevil and he's very very good and I think new defenders are going to be in a really good spot. Okay. The, uh, uh, what do you think is the new Daredevil? Like, uh, uh, sum him up. Sum up what your takeaway is for, for what he I does. I mean, they have some, that affiliation has some of the best models in the entire game. And um, so a couple key things that change that are drastic is Wong got a lot better. Um just adding the extra defense dice has survivability punisher being affiliated um means you don't have to worry about anything like that and uh he does really really good job and then you always have an in affiliation ghost rider or hulk that you can play um and or um immortal hulk um so the games i've been playing it's basically depending on the point level it's been daredevil and then either ghost rider hulk or immortal hulk with two threes and a Wong. Okay. So at like 17, 18, 19, um, Daredevil, Wong, two threes. And then at 17, Ghost Rider, 18, Hulk, 19, Immortal Hulk. Oh, uh, nice. At, at 20, I uh, usually just swap Wong for a three. Um, and then you play three threes, Ghost Rider, uh, get, well, Immortal Hulk, and then, or you can kind of adjust accordingly. Um, depending, you play Hulk and someone else. Anyway, um, the Daredevil's also uh, miles better. Um, he is very, very hard to kill. Um, and getting free attacks on both sides are very, very good. Like, especially on his damage side, he can just pay and have three attacks um, in one turn. Uh, he actually has a spender that's worthwhile now. Uh, and having having a being able to situationally place yourself to have multiple rerolls. Um, I don't think I ever used the leadership without having at least two rerolls. Um, and two rerolls on one attack can really just kind of change, especially when you're playing characters um, that hit really hard, like Ghost Rider, Hulk, Immortal Hulk, Iron Fist, uh, Punisher. Um, the thing I think people have forgot about Punisher, where no one played him for so long, is his spender at three power is absolutely insane. 
It's range five, seven dice, uh, with a pierce on it, and gives stun and slow. Yeah, uh, uh, I I really like Punisher, and the only reason that he was not getting a lot more table time was because he was unaffiliated with anything, and now that he's defenders, he will see lots of play. Yeah, I think you definitely play him in defenders list. Um, I've enjoyed it so far. Playing the hardest thing is is um your tactics cards like defenders don't really have the best tactics cards um so you're kind of playing uh you, like for me i play patch up brace and heroes for hire and that's pretty much the three i'm playing every game and then i normally if i play ghost rider I play deal with the devil if i play immortal hulk i play his card um i have gamma launch in my list i don't know if I'm, it's gonna stay I have Blood Red and Personal with Punisher, um, which when I played Brad, we had a round um, that if I would have had the power to be able to do it, <laughs> I think I would have got three victory points in one turn. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't have the power to do it, so it wasn't super relevant because it does cost four. Um, yeah. Because I was it, just... It costs four, and uh, Punisher likes his likes to use power. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I mean, he flipped and had, you know, seven power, and he aim-shotted and then picked up a hammer and then aim-shot again. So, like, that is what it is. <laughs> like, uh, that, that attack's incredibly good. And then if you can get, I think at the end, he had two hammers on him. I mean, it wasn't relevant, but at one point, I think he had two hammers. And being able to rapid-fire at six dice, auto-rapid-fire, it's really good. Ooh, wow. So, he's really good. Um, The scenario was actually terrible for... Um, what I was trying to do, um, and I was teaching someone to play the game, but I had played a game prior to that against um, Web Warriors, and even though I was like, it was kind of a teaching game, it was just, you can really feel, it just feels a lot different, like Daredevil just feels really, really good. Um, you don't feel like your roster's really constricted by, because you want to play one of those five, six, or sevens, and having a leader that doesn't cost five anymore is really, really beneficial. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to start playing Daredevil. Uh, he's and Wong too good doesn't now. just die anymore. He actually rolls three physical defense, so he doesn't just straight up die. I mean, that's an improvement. Yeah. No, so. so, it feels... It definitely feels really good. Uh, I think it's just tweaking it out. Like I said, the worst thing is it's just the tactics cards, I think. Yeah, not having access to... I, I feel like the defenders didn't really get a lot of help recently. Until just now. Yeah, I mean, they got... What, Blade, Daredevil, Wong, all got an errata... As far as the actual card, nothing really changed on Wolverine. Yeah, and Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Wolverine will probably make my list. I'm actually probably gonna switch out Blade for Wolverine, um, even though I really like the option to play Midnight Suns. Um, um have you thought about uh, Electra? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. Well, it's I sold. I, I sold my Electra, so I don't have her. Anymore. Oh, okay. okay. So, well, I, yeah, I she, would like to clarify. I do think she is much better and is actually much better than she was. I'm not super sure how playable she is, but I definitely think she's worth playing or at least like seeing. 
Uh, because I didn't realize how much better. I knew Daredevil was better. I didn't realize it was like this much better. So I think um, Electric could also be a lot better than I think. Um, but I don't. I I sold mine, so I do not own Electra at the moment. So <laughs> get her back. But I do believe she is miles better than um, she was before. Um, but yeah, I, there's only in my like for what I have, like, there's only room for two fours. Um, Daredevil's one of them. I have Blade right now just for that option for Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly for Siege of Darkness because that card's bonkers. Um, but I don't know what scenario I would play. I think I would probably rather just have Wolverines to be able to play um, bees a little bit better, um, mm-hmm. where I can just do like two fours and then like two threes and a two and kind of like s- s- separate sides a little bit better. Because new Wolverine's also really, really good. So. Well, um, there's one character I think might be a sleeper in um, Defenders. And um, I'm going to try it out. But I, I was wondering what your thoughts would be with Ancient One uh, with Daredevil. I, there's probably more playability than there was. I really like all the Mystic attacks. Um well, the reason I say it is because most of her attack, she has one attack at range three and two attacks at range two. Yeah. And that spender she has is devastating. Yeah, and the, adding, blanks is, adding blanks helps a lot. Uh, my biggest fear is always going to be her physical defense. Um, mm-hmm. That's always the but, scare. But you're not always playing two, uh, two fours at the same time, right? I don't play Doctor Strange in my list, so. Well, it's it's just a suggestion because yeah, I think just... I do think she fits in better if you have that flex. Um, I don't think it's bad. I just I worry about the two physical defense because um, I think that's the four physical defense on Daredevil counting blanks. It makes him super hard to deal with, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's the. The two defense is just scary for me in Ancient. That's always been my fear with Ancient One because I like everything about her card, except for that. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying it's it's an option I'm going to try at some point in time because uh, a five dice pierce with rerolls that's that's pretty good. Yeah, no, I like I said, I really like it. I'm just always worried that someone's just going to throw a fucking Hulk at me and then <laughs> then she's just dead and then. I gotta be sad yeah. about it. Things happen. Yeah. I, I, I think she's definitely I think it's fine. I enjoy I think the character like that's the only thing that bothers me about that character is the two physical defense. hmm I just it, hate that. It's, it's valid. I'm not I'm not saying it's not, but that's the the so, one thing about Venom when you stare at that card you're like, Oh my god, it's so good and then you're just like I and then you see a cable and you're like, I'm not good anymore. Right <laughs> away. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore, guys. I messed up. Well, you have the same thing with Wolverine when he goes against a Mystic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that was so. In the game I played, Wolverine was play. Uh, I put Moon Knight on the side with Wolverine, which would have ended up really well if um he didn't get topped and bottomed back, back to back. So having the the Mystic attack. 
would have been very beneficial in that scenario. However, it never never came to fruition. Um, a lot more physical attacks than mystic attacks, but two defenses regardless, regardless of what stat it's at, it just feels bad. I I do actually think that's why I kept Blade over Wolverine, but I do I mean who doesn't like Wolverine as a character? So, but Blade has that has the chance to re-roll his defense on physicals and mystics, so that's that's obviously good. So yeah, yeah, Blade's really good. So okay, um, I guess we um, I guess we could have done that in conversation, like just Brandon and I just talking on the phone to each other, but. Sorry, folks. <laughs> no, I mean, there's valuable information that came out. <laughs> uh, it, does feel, it does feel a lot better. It looks like um, even in a short amount of time since the adjustment, there's been a lot of people play defenders on Longshanks that I looked at. It looked like it had a pretty good win percentage so far. So I think you'll definitely see a lot more of it. The roster is entirely too good for it to have been as bad as it was for so long. So Yeah, oh, definitely. I agree. Uh, it, all they needed was a leader that cost less than five, <laughs> and yeah. and he he turned out to be very good. He is very very that is it's really funny because at one point the Daredevil Bullseye was like the worst box you could buy and is vastly became one of the best boxes like in the game. Oh yeah, it it really did a one eighty. Okay, uh, do either Stephen or Brad have any games that they want to talk about? I was also in one of those games. Right. I I had gathered. <laughs> oh, I just have one oh. takeaway. Uh, Kitty Pride, even if she only makes two attacks the entire game, is still really, really good. And I love her. <laughs> okay. She was good. There's no debating that. Well, uh, everybody else ready? died, though, so... Yeah, paid well, uh, dumb. Are all are you guys ready to uh, go over the character that we are here to discuss? Nope. Okay. Well, uh, too bad because today we are going to talk about Winter Soldier, comma operative, uh, who otherwise is known as James Bucky Barnes. His defenses are four physical, three energy, and four mystic. He has six stamina on his front side and five stamina on his back side. He is four threat, size two, and he moves medium. Uh, yeah, I got called out last last episode by Brad. So, Brandon, do you want to talk about his attack suite? Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, okay. His first attack is Spec Ops Rifle. It's range five, five dice, costs no energy. After the attacker resolves, the character gains power equal to the damage dealt. For a wild trigger, it has suppressive before damage is dealt. Each wild in the attack roll. For each wild in the attack roll, the target character loses one power. He has a concussion grenade as his second attack. It's an energy attack. It is range three, five dice. It costs one power. And then if this attack deals damage after it is resolved, the target character gains the stun special condition. For a wild trigger, it has blinding flash. After the attack is resolved, the target character and enemy characters within two of it gain the shock special condition. And then for his final attack, he has a physical attack. It's the red agent. It's range three, seven dice for three power. It has a wild hit trigger for clean sweep. 
After this attack is resolved, deal one damage to each other enemy character within three of this character. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Steven, do you want to cover these first two superpowers? Sure. Uh, his first superpower is hit and run. It will cost you two. It is an active superpower. It costs an action also. This character immediately makes an attack action followed by a move action. This superpower can be used only once per turn. And then he has a reactive superpower called Killbox. It will cost him three power. When an enemy character ends in advance or is placed within four of this character, this character may use the superpower. Choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less and within two of the enemy character that was advanced or placed. Destroy that terrain feature. The enemy character suffers a collision as if the terrain feature had collided with it. The superpower can be used only once per turn. All right, and Brad, why don't you finish off the card? Yes, Besnos training. This character may reroll one die when either attacking or being attacked by a character that is within one, range one. And stealth, you have to be within range three to attack him. Okay. All right, so uh, what what is everyone's first takeaway here? Uh, what's your first takeaway looking at this guy, Brandon? Um, I really like the killbox superpower. I really like that superpower. Um, not so much just his. I like that it doesn't cost an action, I, but I really like that um, superpower um, on Punisher and Mystique. Um, like the being able to just destroy it and kind of dealing free damage. Um, this one doesn't. Do, it's a little bit different. I think this is probably a little bit more of a fair way to have it uh, than just dealing straight up damage. Um, but I like it. Otherwise, for a four threat, um, his attacks are pretty consistent from what they've been putting out. Uh, he's got really good defenses. He loses the health on this backside. Um, but uh, nothing super special about this character. Uh, the art's super sweet. The art is is super sweet. It is very good art. Well, uh, I have to say, I like that he has, um, I don't want to call him area of effect, but he does have area of effect, and it only affects enemies. It, it It's not exactly an AoE, it's like uh, both his concussion grenade and the red agent both hit enemies within uh, a certain range of the target. Or of him, I guess, uh, within range three of this character. Uh, and it only affects enemies. Uh, there are a lot of characters where it would affect both friends and enemies. This makes him easier to manage. Easier to, to not mess up on the field. He does give out good conditions. He does. I like that concussion grenade. Just If it does damage, they gain stun. That's real good. Uh, Brad, what is your takeaway here looking at this guy? Uh, he's pretty cool. He's pretty good four-pointer. Wish his name wasn't James Bucky Barnes. <laughs> That's less of a problem now. Right, that, because the they they kind of nerfed his other version. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely more likely to get played now than he was before, because he's got cool stuff like Killbox on the uh, on Punisher. Is it in action too? Yeah, him and Mystique have the same thing. 
Yeah, his is actually, his kill box is very similar to Green Goblin's Trick or Treat. Because it doesn't cost an action. It just costs a power. Right. I got uh, The one thing about this card that I really like is he has a range 5 attack and he has stealth. Which is a one heck of a good combination to have. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you combine that with hit and run, oh my gosh, this is Yeah. Well the hit and run's really good, especially on the, the three the range three. So even if they come into your range, if like they end within it, you can you can hit them twice and get you can get you can hit it with like your spin if you have a ton of power, say you've been flipped, now you can use your red agent and then hit and run like use that with hit and run and then get away and then spec ops rifle. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I I think that this character is going to be a real menace. Uh especially I think that we need to talk about a tactics card that came with him. Uh and that is the tactics card Soldat Activated. Uh which is an unaffiliated tactics card. It is reactive. Uh but how it works is after you choose a leadership ability, if that leadership is Cabal, Criminal Syndicate or Hydra, an allied uh, James Bucky Barnes with the Spetsnaz training superpower may play this card. Uh, he And then James Bucky Barnes gains compelled minion passive superpower. And how that works... Oh boy, this is, this is very wordy the way that they... I feel like they could have just put this on here. Uh, but the way that it works is when an allied character with an active leadership within range 2 of this character is targeted by an attack the allied character gains cover. After the attack is resolved, if the allied character was not dazed or KO'd, this character may spend two power. If it does, it may immediately make an attack with a power cost of zero targeting the attacking character. Additionally, when this character begins an activation within range two of an allied character with an active leadership ability, this character gains one power and may remove one damage. So sticking him close to someone with a uh, a leadership ability will make him much more survivable and give him the ability to shoot back whenever the person is attacked. Well, it has to be the active leader. Right. Whenever the active leader is attacked. This is much better I th- I think... than original Bucky. Yeah, because uh, he has both this and... Um... Oh, gosh, what's it called? The one where if they the person gets KO'd, he can shoot back at them. Yeah. And he has yeah. rapid fire on his free attack. Right. So he just, That is true. He gets more benefit from it. Not to say that this doesn't benefit this one. I yeah. think it does a lot. I think that's I think this is a very good card. And I think that he would like to bring it if he is in those affiliations. If he's playing in Cabal, Criminal Syndicate, or Hydra, he's going to probably be playing with this card. I really like... Uh, I gotta say, I think that um, in the core box that just... This is, this is one of the new guys in the core box. I think that of the... F- Four threat models that are the the quote unquote the bad guy faction. I think this may be my favorite one 
Uh, aside from Doc Ock, that's not true. I take it back. <laughs> Doc Ock's my favorite. I miss. I misspoke. I misspoke. But he's certainly my favorite. Who's not Doc Ock? <laughs> he's he's going to be running with Doc Ock. Is what you're saying? Oh, I don't know. Oh, because uh, Doc Ock. If I'm playing Doc Ock, I'm playing Spider Foes, and uh, if I'm playing Spider Foes, I've got better options at four points than Winter Soldier, comma operative. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I've I've broke Fred's brain. Yeah, now I'm thinking. <laughs> I think you were correct in your assessment that you have better four threats. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely do. Yeah, if I'm playing Spider Foes, Lizard at least is better. A better four pointer. Wow. What? Uh, I, I I I know that you're trolling me. I know that you're trolling me. He's breaking your brain again, Fred. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm here trying to look for the trap because everyone who's listening should know that Lizard is a three-threat model. Oh, he's only yeah. three-threat? Jeez. Yes. <laughs> did, did you not know that? <laughs> yeah, I know that, Fred, but he's, he's so good he should be four points is the joke. I mean, you're correct. I agree. He is no. very good for three-threat. And for one point, I don't like you. I... For one more point than this Winter Soldier, you can get Venom. Oh, stop it! You're you're not just confusing me. You're confusing all the people who are listening. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, you get to play Doc Ock, and then you have Venom and Rhino, both affiliated at four points. Affiliated fours would be a hard splash. Right. Exactly. I'm you're already twelve deep friend. in fully affiliated models. Doesn't mean that if you don't want to play those that you can't play this model. This model is will suffice as a solid pick. Yeah. I like where the game's getting because it's we're getting to a point where the models are much more compressed in their actual playability, um, which means you can play the majority of your models affiliated, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, the more affiliation affiliated options that are playable. You can that also, can definitely be fielded. It's also easier to splash your favorite character and it not yes. feel bad. Yes. I really think the only affiliation that I've even like looked at building a list for and then I've had trouble with like affiliated models as Criminal Syndicate, and that's literally just because the way I play them is stupid and I shouldn't do it, but I'm doing it anyway. Well, the way you play them is the most effective way that they can be played. <laughs> it is efficient, but it's it's really they just don't have good three threat affiliated models, and that's just the theory that I stick to, and I don't I that's can't get over cat? it. Uh, it's black cat and then like your second best is like hood mm -hmm. and then your yeah. third best is arguably the new crossbones like we're not in a good scenario on three threat models you're right i would i would argue taskmaster is better than crossbones i would agree with that uh with you saying that is is i guess taskmaster is affiliated with criminal syndicate yeah, because he's correct. a rogue agent no, he's no, he's criminals. No, he's actually he's criminal syndicate rogue agent. Okay, okay. 
I've never had good luck with Taskmaster. Um, I I do really want to try the new crossbones because he he fits in what I want to do when I play them. Uh, but I always liked Taskmaster, and he just got changed too, right? Didn't things yep. change? Off? That shield throw gets a power. <laughs> yep, he got better. Yeah, these are all positives. Like I would definitely be willing to play him or try him out. All right. Well, um, doesn't we have need, martial we need artists? to give. Oh, sorry. He's just. I. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, well, what I was gonna say is, uh, are there any other tactics cards that are associated with uh Winter Soldier Soldat or Winter Soldier Operative? Sorry. I don't think that there are. I think that the the only one is the uh Soldat activated. So isn't one of the him and Captain America cards like a James Buchanan Barnes no, card? It's Winter Soldier. Uh, is that Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, we need to give this guy a letter grade. And uh I I I'm I think that I'm pretty up on him. I think he's good. I think he's very functional. Uh he would be a very effective four point threat on the board that would be very annoying to deal with because he can touch you at range five and then stealth and hit and run make him really hard to track down so i'm gonna give him a b plus i think that that's where i'm gonna stay with this guy uh brad what do you think you are going to give this guy on a letter grade scale i think three point winter soldier is still more likely to be splashed but this guy's great in all his affiliations. B. Okay. Uh, how about you, Brandon? What are you going to give him? Um, I love the fact that he is he has five affiliations. Um, I think that's very helpful. Um, again, I like I said earlier, I like that they've compressed. I think he's just as good as all the fours that have been coming out. If you want to play him, you're going to be able to, and you have five affiliations to do that in. I think it's getting harder and harder to splash models. Um, I'm going to go B minus B minus. Okay. Uh, I think that we should say what those five affiliations are. It's, uh, it's cabal Hydra criminal syndicate. Nope. Uh, Avengers. And is it shield? It is Avengers cabal Hydra shield and winter guard winter guard. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. If he was criminal syndicate. I wouldn't consider him I'm not even going to front. I've got okay. too many fours. I gotta stop looking at all the fours. Uh, uh, so he is not criminal syndicate, and I thought he was because that's one of the affiliations that can activate him with Soldat activated. That's interesting. Yeah, but they're they just, just paid for his services. Yeah, they bought his loyalty. From yeah, his that's what it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. And Stephen, what are you gonna give this guy on a letter grade? I think I, I'm at a B for him, honestly. Okay. He's got that, a good kit. That's an average of a B minus. <laughs> wow. What did Fred give him? I, I gave him a B plus. Okay. We're all over the Bs. But we're all pretty close together. We all so back to back to normal kit. me and me and Fred are the furthest apart. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I told you that I was going to call on you earlier in the pod 
Brandon, but I would like to know what your take on Doc Ock is. The new Doc Ock. Um, I like him. I I really wish he was three points. I mean, I don't mean, we all? Be, yeah, I mean, he'd be kind of busted at three points, but um, uh, I think he is the best leader in Spider Foes. Uh, uh, I agree. I really, I I, I really like his agree. leadership. I really like everything he does. Um, he can throw characters. He can throw characters with range, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um. A beam four is really good. Uh, doesn't have the best spender, but it's still really good. It's not I bad. Think, I don't think you really need it. I think you're going to be using the throw probably more than anything. Um, I would agree with really, that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the other two attacks are really good. Being able to get beam four and giving incinerate is really, really good. Um, yeah, I like everything about it. I think it definitely makes spider foes... Um, spider foes were in that defender situation. Is the worst thing about the affiliation is that you were forced to play um, a leader that was a leader that, that wasn't ideal. Uh, and yeah. as a second leader, he feels much better. Same thing with like Doctor Strange is like he feels much better as a second leader than he ever did as like a primary leader. Um, I think Green Goblin will be the same. I think he'll pretty much replace it. We've gotten more spider foes coming. I think spider foes are in a great place. Um, I would give this character a B plus. Okay. Uh, I I think I was in the A's, but I was not crazy high in the A's. So, I think that I agree with everything you said. Yeah, I Spider Foes have a really good. They have a really good um, growing roster. Um, yeah, they do. So I think the biggest. The worst thing about this character for Spider Foes is the fact that you no longer can play your best in affiliation three threat model, uh, or second best because Lizard's the best. Yeah, but, I was gonna say, what what yeah. were you talking about? But <laughs> not being able to have Doc Ock, the original, as a three threat leaves you with what Craven, Lizard, and Mysterio is the only three threats in affiliation. Uh, but I'm pretty sure this box coming out is gonna fill those holes. I so. and I and I agree full heartedly. It's just like at this like very moment, that's like this only situationally negative thing about it. Mm -hmm. Um, is that you now can't play Doc Ock. Can you play the tactics card still? No, you can't. That's mm -hmm. the that says specifically Doctor Octopus instead of Doc Ock Sinister Scientist. So no, you can't play the the well laid plans is the one you mean, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... he got another a, a different one that works almost the opposite. Uh, that is also a good card, but it's not like crazy good, like Well Laid Plans was. Yeah, I, like I said, I think they're doing a really good job on everything they're putting out. I would like to give them a a little clap because I feel like the characters that have came out over the last six months to a year have been very well. Since Malekith, I think they've been very well properly placed um as far as like i feel like they've all been right around the same power level yeah um so i like it a lot and like i said uh at this very moment if they're in a spider foes are probably still in a weird spot but they've got a lot of models coming next month or the month after oh uh, no it's after the first of the year oh god so next year all right that's fun whenever they come out they'll be in a lot better spot the weirdest spot they're in now is they are still really four heavy and they have 
one really yeah. good three and then two. Okay I expect threes. that. I expect that box to put Sam in at a five, Electro and Vulture at threes, and maybe a Shocker at a two. I mean, at this point, everything that comes out's a four, so. <laughs> I just wouldn't be surprised true. if all four not of them were fours. So. Not Kitty Pride. That's She's true. Kitty Pride no. is too good to be three. And then what? We got two threes in the core box? Yeah. Uh, yes. Threes. Only two. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot so, of models have came out. We haven't got a three we haven't got a we haven't got a batch of threes in a while, so maybe that'll be the the fix. What's coming out well, next? What's the next thing that comes out? The Warrior Falls. The King T'Challa and Killmonger Usurper. And it's, then I, I, I imagine the X Men stuff. I, I imagine it's going to be like a, um, like this going forward because we usually get those. Because we got the Logan Sabretooth around Christmas time, right? Obviously, a big push. We've um, got X Men at the around the Christmas time every year, haven't we? Yeah, but they're not coming until January. Are we getting a holiday release at all? Or are they just the they core have, sets kind of like the. They have not announced anything else. First, November, December. But Logan uh, Sabretooth uh, Apex Predator came out like December 10th. So I imagine that box will be around the same time. And the Killmonger in it. Yeah. Um, my, my guess is December 8th. And then on January 10th, we got the Rhino last year. So. So. That seems to be their cycle. They take a month off. Like they'll they'll do the one big splash and then things and then they'll put something out. I mean, I guess putting out the core set before Christmas is if you want that to sell, you don't put out anything else. Mm-hmm. Of, but I could see them doing the core set in like that big box, which is like fantastic, right? You know, in its design and stuff like that. So, yeah, except for it's so expensive. I know, but that's what they want to do, right? It's marketing. That's all it is to it. Yeah, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. It's definitely what they need to. I've got no flaws in it. It just it saves me money. I'm not upset at it at all. But um, it's just the one time I have money to spend on like miniature stuff. They're not giving me anything to spend the money on. Right. Uh, Fred. By the way, uh, Doc Ock, new one, Scientist Supreme, really good with Ghost Rider and List. Okay. <laughs> what what is it that makes that the case? Uh, well, if anybody's getting attacked, they're getting power, and Ghost Rider's getting power on top of that, right? That's true. That's true. So, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then if you feel the damage Ghost Rider, he gets more power. So, <laughs> Plus, Ghost Rider is a well-known Spider-Man villain. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Spider-Man might be one of the few people that aren't as drastically affected by like the penance there. True. Well, Ghost yeah. Rider might just be hiding amongst them to find out who he's going to look at next. Literally. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Brad, do you have any comic books that feature, uh, I guess, Bucky Barnes or Winter Soldat? Yes, I do. 
So Bucky Barnes is a very old character from like the 40s, but they kill him off real quick, and then they brought him back as a Winter Soldier uh, pretty recently. It was post-2000. So he spent like over 60 years dead. Uh, so his appearances are going to be fairly recent appearances. So the first one I have is a single issue called Winter Soldier, Winter Kills. Uh, it's by Ed Brubaker and Lee Weeks. And Bucky confronts his past as he raids a Hydra base to save the Young Avengers. If you don't know who the Young Avengers are, this would be a good starting point to get to know them because they are inevitably going to be added to the game at some point. Uh, they're very popular characters. Okay. I do not know who they are. <laughs> you got me. Uh, well, Young Kang is on the team. That's a spoiler okay. for some comics, but... They're, they're like kind of kid versions of some of the Avengers. So there's a kid named Patriot, Iron Lad. There's, um, well, there's Hawkeye. Um, you guys may know her from the Hawkeye TV series. That was all about her. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some other ones. There's like an alien shapeshifter. There's a, a Wiccan. Named Wiccan. Uh, There's okay. a Wiccan named Wiccan. <laughs> There's a speedster, kind of like a, a Quicksilver type. Quicksilver, yeah. Type person. Uh, gosh, I can't even remember his code name. Anyway, uh, they're very popular characters, so we'll see them. Okay. And then the second recommendation is uh, Winter Soldier's solo series from 2012 uh one through five it's by ed brubaker and butch guise and this is a bucky and black widow team up uh there's a bunch of like russian sleeper agents that are activating and trying to start a war and uh they are all people that bucky personally trained so him and Black Widow are going around and trying to stop them before war breaks out. Okay. Do, do those two work together a lot, given their both of their personal pasts? <laughs> uh, they do have very similar backgrounds. Uh, and I, I mean, it's like the same background. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. Well... I don't think Black Widow I, was brainwashed, but... Yeah, there are details that are different, yeah, but still. <laughs> it's very similar. Um, yeah, they, I mean... It's... Cap knows both of them, friends with both, and they, there's a lot of crossover there between them. Yeah. Okay. Well, those sound good. Uh... Is that the end of your uh, comic yeah, book recommendations? And of course, they're good, Fred. You think I'd get on here and recommend bad comic books? <laughs> wow. Of course not. Of course not. Okay. That's why this. That's why we have this section. Uh, and Brandon, I'm gonna throw it over to you. 
Uh, do you have an affiliation where you think that Winter Soldier, comma, operative would uh, really shine that's outside of his five? Uh, being outside of that five is a tough, uh, tough call since there's yeah, not I know, a lot. Th- not that's a lot, lot of left. affiliations. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I I think it's hard because I think the best places he fits are in affiliation. I do like playing him, I guess, like with um, Shadowland Daredevil Criminal Syndicate. Because um, the ta- I do like the tactics card. So I think that's kind of where I would I would go outside of affiliation, even though yeah. it's kind of bolstered by getting a tactics card. Okay. Uh, d- uh, which tactics card do you mean? Do you mean the one where it gives him three additional uh, attack dice? No, no, no. I forget uh, what it's called. Tactics card. Yeah, Bucky's card. Oh wait, Bucky's. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the one I just mentioned. Oh boy, I forget what it's called. Also, really good. Is very good with him. <laughs> do they have to? Yeah, especially yeah. It... For that one? Oh, that's a good question. They may. They may need to be affiliated. I think they do. I think most of those that came out of that pack had to be affiliated. Yeah. Most of the Criminal Syndicate cards only affect Criminal Syndicates. Yeah. What about, Brandon, what about um, him with Modoc? That's, yeah, that's probably... I, I like him with everyone that's not Kingpin in Criminal Syndicate, probably. Uh, I don't in even... Claw? I don't really know what Claw does. I don't really consider him a thing uh the card that i was mentioning is called cruel tutelage uh and uh, it it does have to be a criminal syndicate character so so so. uh he could not do that but do you know which card does not have to be criminal syndicate which card uh is cruelty yes you're right cruelty (laughs) does not have to be uh, range affiliated. five attack and cruelty is a range five attack. So he could trigger it with his gun and then zap him with his brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, also, I, I like uh, the Modoc because I like the uh, getting the extra. You're looking for wild triggers anyway, so being able to get if you get a wild, you can get those extra attack or defense is definitely going to be beneficial. Modoc side of Supreme is really good still, so I kind of. Wanted to go a little off. Give Shadowland Daredevil some love, but well, I'm just thinking uh, if you're playing, I think if you're playing both those leaders, he would be a good. Yeah, he fits in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely fits in really good. I don't even know what Claw's leadership does. I always forget he's a (laughs) thing. It's it's Claw focused. It only does stuff for him. (laughs) Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Never mind. There's a reason I didn't buy that box. Well, uh, the only thing that's left to do today is for me to give a non-sequitur recommendation. And mine for, I believe that this is our last episode in October. Uh, so I'm going to do The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Uh, this is a prestige television that, uh, it what it does is it tells the story of a, of a rich family as they fall apart. And it does it using uh, well-known Edgar Allan Poe stories. And it kind of tells those stories 
through the lens of this family and it is incredibly well written uh, it contains uh amazing performances especially by um the i don't want to say who it is because it's a bit of a spoiler but there is a woman who plays a a prominent role throughout the entire series who is an incredible actress and she is she really carries this show forward uh and I highly recommend that everyone go watch it. It is a great show. That is The Fall of the House of Usher, currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, and that's it for me. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I'll take your silence as a, as a resounding no. All right, well, uh, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. And go out there and play some games with Winter Soldat, comma, operative and have fun out there.